Welcome to the West Coast Project Podcast for The Affair. My name is Mike, and I'm here with Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Mike. Hey, we're lucky tonight to have Nicolette Robinson on with us to talk about The Affair. Nicolette plays Jane. Hi, Nicolette. Hi. Thanks Hi. for having me. <laughs> hey, you can't hear it on the Skype connection yet, but our podcast lead in is you and Leslie singing Stay. I found that on YouTube. Oh, nice, nice. Me and sounds, my husband. Sounds awesome. Did you guys sing that right into the computer, or did you, did you do it at a studio somewhere? Oh no, we we shot. We just like used our computer. We were on set while he was filming Smash a couple years ago, and we had a long day. And I was visiting him on set, and we were like, eh, "Let's just." play around with this and sing it so yeah we just sang it straight into the computer it sounds so good and i wondered if you were just like kind of mouthing the words for the video because it was so perfectly clear but oh thanks very no. cool it's oh i know i was stunned by it. when i heard it i was like oh my gosh this is jane singing this this is great <laughs> thanks do yeah you, do you like nicolette or nikki Either one. I mean, Nicolette, I do professionally, and a lot of friends call me Nikki, Nick, Nicolette. It's kind of all three of those. Okay. As long as it's not Nicole, you know, because that's (laughs) actually somebody else's name, but yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll consider ourselves your friends, so. Got it. um, (laughs) Have you ever been on podcasts before? Have you done podcasts before? No, you guys are popping my podcast cherry if we're not here. Well, yeah. we're honored to have you have you on. This show's become such a big, huge hit that it's kind of great to have a one of the one of the best characters on our podcast. Oh, thanks. Uh, it's it's an honor to be a part of this show. It's really awesome how everybody's been receiving it so well and had some really great supporters. So it's been it's been awesome. Yeah. Do, you, do you follow any fan casts or other the TV, in TV critics? Do you read articles that write, people that write about the affair? I. I don't follow anything specifically, but I definitely peek around. I try to, you know, anytime somebody hashtags the affair, I'll, I'll try and check that out every once in a while, type in hashtag the affair and go through and see what people have to say. And if people have reviews or podcasts or recaps, I'll, I'll take a listen to stuff if I come across it. Yeah. I, so, see- I bet it's all positive, isn't it? I bet you don't hear anything negative. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, there's definitely always somebody that has something negative to say, but it's been very well received. It's been awesome. It's it's definitely the first show I've been a part of uh, that's been this, you know, well received. It's it's awesome. Fans are great. Yeah. <laughs> I see that you and Colin Donnell, Scotty um, from the show and producer Jeffrey Reiner did uh, live tweets for the seventh episode. Yep, we did. Yeah, and and Ryan Seltzer, who's also a producer on the show, um, she's awesome as well. But yeah, we we try to live tweet whenever we can. They're they're a fun group. <laughs> oh, that's fun. We'll have to keep up with that. I didn't know you guys were doing that. That's great. Yeah, it's really fun. I've I've never done the live tweeting before this, and it's definitely a, a really fun world to get involved in. Hearing what people have to say during the show while it's actually going on, it's it's yeah, really super. actually it's just kind of like almost like an interactive TV experience or yeah. something with everybody posting that. I agree. I love that stuff. It's it's fun. You can just post anything, and people will know what you're talking about because they're all following along at the same time. So it's it's really fun. Yeah. Do you think you'll continue to do those through? episodes eight nine and ten um 
you know, I, this episode seven was my last episode as Jane on the show for this season. So I'm not on it anymore, but I'll totally be watching whenever I'm available. So I'll definitely be following along and, um, I don't know for sure, but I'll definitely try and live tweet when I can. Absolutely. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a little bit unusual for Michelle and I, because we've have not, we've watched the episode, but we haven't discussed it yet. So we haven't done our podcast episode for number seven yet. Um, but this was really your kind of your breakout event. Um, you lead Allison on an adventure and to find Noah's apartment and Helen's store and get her into a, a little bit of trouble almost. Yeah, no, sweet Jane. You were so sweet the whole time and everything. And then suddenly you like instigate all this trouble. I was like, Jane, no, stop. I know. You smoke a little weed and then you get into a little bit of trouble. <laughs> Bad decision making. Yep. Are you, are you adventurous like that in real life? Um, as far as like going, tracking down somebody's wife that's having an affair and <laughs> not so much, <laughs> luckily I, I don't think, you know, I don't think I have very many close friends that are having Allison's life right now, but, um, but yeah, I'm adventurous for sure. I'll try fun stuff, and, <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely not not quite like that, like Jane, but yeah. Well, Michelle and I know that we have to kind of toe the line about asking you about spoilers, but um, do you know what happens in, in the end of the mystery? I, I, I do, but I'm not supposed to say anything. So I don't question mark. Um, no, I definitely know what happens, but it's, and it's awesome. It's very exciting. This, it's been awesome to be a part of the show and yeah, I can't share anything of what comes further, but I think, um, the fans will be, I think everybody that's been following along will be very intrigued. It's, it's a really special show for sure. Keeps you on your toes. Yeah, absolutely. It's gotten better and better over time. It's like one episode's better than the next. So I can't imagine. Number seven was by far my favorite. And like I said, Mike and I haven't discussed anything about this yet. So we'll we'll be doing a podcast on the show and we'll get all this stuff out. But number seven was my favorite. And I just can't even imagine how we're going to keep topping that. And it's exciting to hear. But um but that's that's a good thing to know that that it's not gonna you know slow down for us or whatever that it's gonna be a really good ending for it. Yeah, you know it's it's really cool to just every week we would get you know the new script and um, we'd get we'd get a script usually the night before read through and. Uh, if you had time to read through it before the read through, you kind of get to see what happens. Otherwise, we'd just be reading it all together and just discovering the <laughs> crazy things that that unfold. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, so it's it's exciting for sure. People uh, people really love to be detectives and try to figure these shows out. Um, Michelle and I did Orange Is the New Black and True Detective and Fargo mm-hmm. as podcasts, and you know, there's a whole community of detectives out there trying to figure out what's going to happen in the show. And so, if we get a little too close to spoiling or asking you to spoil, will you, you know, just tell us we're we're towing the line? We need to back <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's start with the basics. How did you get the Jane gig? I just got it, you know, like most gigs for TV. I I went in, I auditioned for it, um, and then I went in again, and I read for Sarah Treem, our creator, um, and and casting director, and our director as well at the time, um, and uh, worked with them a little bit, and found out maybe a few days later that I got it, and 
I mean, it was a pretty quick process and pretty awesome. And Sarah Treem, our creator, she's amazing and awesome. And meeting her in the room was, was very exciting for me. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's kind of fast. Was, was there a lot of competition? Were you in a big room full of other women trying to get that role? Um, you know, traditionally how it goes, like when you're auditioning for TV and film, it's not really, it's not always like it is in the, in the movies where everybody's in the room at the same time and just waiting. It's, you know, you have your appointment time and it's usually spread out over the course of a day or two. And so I don't actually know how many, you know, girls were finally, how, how many it came down to for the role. But, uh, I imagine they saw, um, a good amount amount of people and uh but I didn't I I maybe saw a couple girls that that it was up I was up against but um they keep it classy and spread out you know so you're yeah. not in a room with with a bunch of the competition did you, <laughs> so you can sit there and give each other dirty look no I'm just kidding I know you were. right exactly. did you audition just for Jane or, or maybe some of the other characters too no I just auditioned for Jane um and I'm I'm very happy that I did Love that girl. Love Jane. <laughs> well, all over Reddit. I mean, I don't know if you ever read Reddit or if you're involved in it or anything, but um, people, they're super intrigued with the storyline. And uh, as Mike was saying, there's so many, you know, armchair detectives out there and everything. But this story just really has everybody stumped. I mean, there's every imaginable uh, theory on there about what happens because we're hearing basically two stories, right? Yeah. So I actually posted a thing on there telling them that we were going to get to interview you and what would anybody ask if they could ask you anything on earth? Oh. And yeah, so so people on Reddit were going, you know, just ask her what is going on. I mean, people <laughs> want to know that they're like, of course they want to know the nitty gritty. I'm like, come on, guys. She ain't going to be able to tell us everything. But they're like, you know, what is going on? I promise that I would ask, kind of, kind of promise. What? And you don't have to, you know, wh whose point of view is closer to the truth? And if you, if, and do you know? Well, I, uh, I mean, I think that ultimately it's, it's, I, I don't know if we're ever going to get an answer that one is truer than the other. I think, you know, I th everything continues to unfold more and more as we go into it. And even stuff that I don't even know will continue to unfold as well. But I think that there's truth in both sides. I mean, I think if you look back on any you know, old memory that you've, that you've had in your life. If you think about, you know, your first day of college or your first day of high school or your first date with someone, I bet if you, you know, if, if somebody asked you to retell the whole story, it would be a very different story than somebody else that experienced it with you. If it, if it had been a while ago, cause exactly yeah. a lot of time has passed, um, you know, now that when they're, when they're getting interviewed, a lot of time has passed since, you know, when the, the story is unfolding. And so I think, you know, we'll find out if somebody's actually lying or covering up stuff or, or if it's really just truly their, their memory of it. I think also when you're, when you're telling a story that maybe you're not fully proud of when you're having an affair with someone, there may be things that you leave out or you change a little bit to make you look a little better. I think it just kind of depends on, you know, the storyteller and how they, want the story to be remembered and how they remember it. 
So that's that's uh, a perfect answer. I love that. <laughs> I think that's great. Okay. Um, what was it like working with Ruth? Mike and I didn't even know she was English. We couldn't yes. even tell. We we heard her giving some interview, and we were like, oh, "Are you kidding me?" Oh was yeah. It, was she good? I mean, was she fun? Was she a good person to work with? She's the best. I love that girl. I mean, we we clicked immediately. It's we had a really great relationship on set, and it was so fun working with her. She is truly an incredible scene partner. I mean, you go on set and 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 they call action and it's you just live in that world and Ruth is definitely one of the best scene partners I've ever had. I I oh, wow. love yeah, I love working with her and we every scene was different and we it we just it, it's awesome. She's great and I love her. I I adore her as a person and as an actor. And I've learned a lot from her also working from her. I mean, I, I loved her on Luther. I watched her before we worked together on that show. And I was like, uh, this is the girl I get to work with. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so she's the best. I, I adore her. So was that, is Allison a lot like Ruth? Does she have a lot of her mannerisms and stuff like that? Is that, um, did she incorporate a lot of Ruth into the character or was it just character? I think there's a little of both. I mean, Allison's definitely very different than, than Ruth Wilson is as a person, but but there's definitely many elements of, of Ruth in Allison. And I mean, but definitely in the mornings when you show up, Ruth is, she's, she's so chill, but at the same time, she's like very talkative. You can have a really great conversation. Ruth's a little less, uh, damaged, I guess, than Allison. Oh, good, I mean, yeah. Allison's going through a lot, you know, right now sure. at this point. So, um, Ruth definitely has a lighter energy to her in real life. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think with every actor, I mean, at least when I, when I approach characters, I try to find what parts of me are in that character. And, you know, there are sure. tweaks you make depending on the personality traits, but you try and find things that are similar to yourself as well in a character. Another well, character I find really intriguing, um, Nikki, is Oscar. You know, you <laughs> give Oscar the eye roll all the time. But, um, and one little mystery is like, why is that guy always making you guys ask for your paycheck so hard? You got to chase him down for your paycheck. I mean, that would be illegal in most states, right? They got to pay you on time. Yeah. Are we on the right track to wonder about that? Well, yeah, Oscar is totally a douche, but um, <laughs> but the guy who plays him, Darren Goldstein, he's he's completely the opposite of that guy. But I mean, again, I think Darren finds a lot of elements of himself in Oscar. I mean, they're very different people. Darren's very sweet. He's a family guy. He's got kids and a beautiful wife, and um, and he's lovely. We we have a, an awesome time on set together. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, I think <laughs> I think Oscar deep down, you know, he's got a heart. There are moments where you you see parts of him that's very human and very relatable, but he's yeah, he's also got some issues and um I think money is a big thing for him and he's clearly not rolling in it. So I think as we've seen in the last episode, he does some not so good things and uh sees money as an opportunity and goes after it. 
Um, yeah, I can't figure out if I should like him, feel sorry for him, hate him. I've right. felt all three different emotions in different episodes. Watching. Totally, totally. And I think that's a, that's a huge testament to the actor because um, it's not always like that on on the page. I mean, he's kind of just an asshole on the page. And, you know, and it's written, ama- like, our writers on the show are incredible. We have an amazing team of writers that, um, that Sarah leads. But... Um, but if 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 somebody if a different actor were reading that role on the script, they could have interpreted him very differently, and you wouldn't. You'd prob- probably everybody would hate him a lot more. So I think it's um, definitely interesting to see what he does with the the character. Yeah, yeah very nuanced. You, yeah, and you really feel for him a lot of the times. I mean, you know, you're like, oh, poor guy, you know, and then you turn around and you hate him. But I, it's just like you said. I think that has to do with how well he's playing that role because I think that's a difficult role to play. Uh, um, where you're loved and then, or not loved, maybe, but, you know, hated, and then, you know, you feel for him, you feel empathy for him. I think he's doing a great job with that. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Yeah, he's awesome. So, yeah. So, the area that you filmed it in, did you like, like, the Hamptons and stuff? Did you enjoy it up there? Yeah, we shot, um, most of it, I mean, a lot of it we shot in Montauk. We, uh, you know, we couldn't be in Montauk for, for, that long. I can't remember how long of the process we were actually up there for, but, um, you know, they shot some of the show in, in Brooklyn (laughs) and some of it in, uh, Long Island and then some in Montauk. And a lot of my stuff was in Montauk because the lobster roll where I had a lot, most of my scenes is an actual restaurant up there. And, um, uh, so we would, for me, a lot of my days would, I would, I would, you know, come every couple weeks, every couple weeks, maybe every few weeks, and we'd shoot a bulk of my scenes in one day. And so a lot of my days were like 14-hour days shooting. We'd usually shoot two episodes at a time. So um, there were some days where I was shooting a scene from episode five and some days where I was shooting a scene from episode six, you know, um, at this, on the same day, back to oh, back. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. curious about that. Do they do like the, the do they do Noah's point of view and then Allison's right after it in a row? Yeah, sometimes, um, yeah. And the interesting thing is, I, I mean, there's been some articles out. Uh, I think Vanity Fair put an article. I think it was. Oh, they our our costume designer Caroline Duncan is really awesome. And some of the cool things that you probably have noticed is the difference in costumes and so I actually have both Allison and I have different waitress uniforms for for either perspective so in Noah's perspective both of our waitress uniforms are tighter and a little brighter and newer looking and shorter and just yeah a little more appealing and you know Allison's is definitely more sexy I mean I, I wouldn't necessarily call them sexy the uniforms but um but Allison's is more just a little more appealing and sexy than mine but mine is definitely tighter and yellower than it is in Allison's. In Allison's perspective, it's, um, they're long and ill-fitting and dirty and... (laughs) Yeah, washed out looking. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, exactly. But yeah, we would shoot them back to back. So we would, you know, once we finish one scene, we would go back to the makeup, hair and makeup trailer, get a little adjustments on making us look a little less, you know, put together and changed. 
to the less nice outfit and yeah. And then shoot the next one right after. So was that easy to do it that way? Because then you had like the lines and the, or, you know, I know that they were different, but, but you at least had the feel of the difference that it was supposed to be. Do you think that was an easier way to do it? Or did that make it harder to change from when, from the same character, just in a different light? Well, for me, it was not so difficult just because most of my stuff um, is on Allison's perspective. So most of mine is is pretty much just the same character throughout. Um, I think I had one or two uh, scenes in Noah's perspective, which I felt I was a little more, a little cheerier, a little less um, <laughs> like over it, you know, over the mm-hmm. waitering scene. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that challenging for me. But I, I can imagine. Um, I mean, the, the challenge really was the length of the days. I mean, we would shoot 14 hour days, um, and you know, it it can get pretty long and tiring, but, um, but I can't imagine how it would be for, for Ruth and Dominic, especially because their characters are are very different in either person's perspective, just because, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed just Allison is a little more, you know, wild and sexy and promiscuous and all that in Dominic's perspective. And then, um, and then in her own perspective, she's, she's going through it a lot more. So I I can imagine that's probably a little trickier for them. For me, it was, it was just a blast. I I enjoyed it. And to answer your question, I kind of didn't answer your Montauk question, but Montauk is beautiful. It was awesome shooting up there. Um, unfortunately, most of my days were just stuck on set, um, which were really fun, but I didn't really get to explore the the town as much as I wanted to. I, I brought my husband with me one day and he just kind of had a date day for himself and just went out into Montauk and went and saw a movie and went to breakfast and he Aww. got, he went to the beach and he had, you know, a whole day to himself to enjoy Montauk. I, <laughs> I saw the inside of the lobster roll for most of the Aww. time, but, but they did put us up in some nice, uh, hotels that were right off the water. So it was nice to fall asleep to the sound of the ocean. So yeah. Did you stay in the end or no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That exact. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, were the locals there like, like the characters in the show, did you think it was authentic in that way or you didn't get a chance to meet that many or I think so. I, I met a few people, not, not as like, I know Ruth spent some time out there before they started shooting, but, um, I, I met a few people and everybody's just very nice. And I mean, you're living by a, a gorgeous beach and <laughs> your sure. life seems really nice out there. I, I would not, I would not mind it. So, I mean, people are, are chill, just living their lives. It seemed to me right. But <laughs> okay. Allison said, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Allison said in this episode that the whole town knew that, that they're dealing Coke when she's talking to Cole. Mm. Did, did Jane know? I think, I think Jane knew. I mean, Jane, well, Jane didn't know about the affair for a while. I think that she she and Allison are, are close. And I think that, you know, it's, it's a small town. Most people know what's going on. I think, um, like she said, it's right. maybe not something that they flat out talk about or, <laughs> you know, joke about. But I think, you know, Scotty came, Scotty comes to the restaurant many times to to see Oscar. And I think, 
you know, one can infer enough. Right, and Jane's not that naive, you know. <laughs> oh, she's, yeah. No, she's paying she's, attention to what's going on. So. Totally. She's she's from New York. She she gets it. She's mm-hmm. she's keen to stuff going on. Yeah. So on Re- on Reddit, people are really picking apart these theories. Like the <laughs> there's one theory that the detectives interviewing them at separate times about two separate crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are wondering about that. Um, and actually, they're saying one of those crimes could be that Noah was killed, and Allison is. That's why she said, "I can't believe he's gone." Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we'll take your mm-hmm, it's just, it's just <laughs> neutral, neutral territory. Um, another is that um, Allison's child in the later parts of this, the few episodes is maybe Noah's child too. Sure, that mm-hmm. was interesting. Sure. <laughs> um, um, all good theories, all very interesting theories. Yeah, yep. all yeah. possible. Hey, <laughs> hey, no joke. These people on Reddit, if they ever need any help writing, just just. You know, commission some of these people because they have some, um, and they all couldn't be right because they're all varying and different. But it's like, oh, that's great. That could definitely be it. And then you read the next one, you're like, oh, no, wait, this is great. It could definitely be. And they're really good theories based on the thing. And it's just exploded on there. And people get, they get angry. They get so emotional over this. They want to know, and they're not able to figure it out. You know, like in True Detective and shows like that. Yeah. You're, given, you're given hint after hint. And if you pay real close attention, you can figure it out. And in your show, you can't. You know, I mean, you're just no way. And people are just, they're crazy with this. It's its awesome. I mean, I think ultimately what when when they find out what, what the actual stuff is, you can take the wrong answers and just write another series off of that. I mean, that would be <laughs> great. But, um, but I, I mean... I think that there's definitely ways to find clues in the show. I mean, people have, I've been, I've been checking out some stuff that people have been saying and people are coming up with some interesting, possibly correct theories, but also possibly very off theories. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's fun to watch people figure it out. I love that people are, you know, so invested in it. It's, it's really cool and, and inspiring to, to watch everybody try and figure it out. Yeah. It definitely has like this huge following, which I know has to be so much fun for you as as a as a big role in this. So oh, yeah. it's it's awesome. It's... Well, you're a good sport, Nikki, to let us bounce some of those off of you. Um, <laughs> I read a recent New York Post article about how this show is very stressful for couples to watch together. Um, <laughs> it talks about how it's just hard for them to you know sit through it and kind of uncomfortably share a blanket and watch the show. Do you and Leslie watch together? We do. We do. And we love it. I mean, Les, Les and I were tough critics. We, we don't love everything and, and we're both very into the show. And, um, and I mean, I think I can understand, especially for like newer couples. I mean, Les and I have been together for six years. We've been married for almost two years, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely uncomfortable. I think it's uncomfortable for anybody to watch, you know, in general, it's, uh, especially this, I mean, this last episode, it's, it's, it's not necessarily uncomfortable. It's just, it's just feels so real. I think that the, the work on the show and the writing, both the writing and the actors on the show, like especially Mora and Dominic and Josh and Ruth, they're, they're just doing such an amazing job making these such real people that, that we feel like we know, at least I see many, I see so much of my, myself, my relationship, my friends, my people that I know in those characters. And 
they can definitely be uncomfortable watching that on TV and also watching, you know, such dramatic, horrible shit happen to them go down. So, um, but I think that, but what I love about the show is I know people were worried at the beginning about it kind of glorifying cheating and stuff like that. I think it can certainly be uncomfortable if, if you're watching with your boyfriend and, and it makes like cheating with somebody look really sexy and really hot and all that. But I think that, you know, as the, as the show has been unfolding, it kind of shows that it's, it's not, <laughs> it's not all roses. It's, it's, it's destroying these people's lives. And so it's just fun to watch and sad and dramatic and exciting and all that. How about you and you and your husband, Michelle, do you guys watch it? We do. We watch it together. As a matter of fact, I end up watching it first and taking notes and all the stuff that we do. And we talked about doing it on podcasts, but then I watch it again. And then I watch it with him. So I sit there and I have to like hold my hands over my mouth to keep from saying stuff the whole time. That's my worst thing is because I've, and of course you being in it, do you not want to say things to your husband about what's going to happen? And you're like, Oh, don't worry about that. That's going to be okay. Or whatever. (laughs) You know, sometimes I do. He does that with, to me with scary movies. Like I hate scary movies. And whenever I watch stuff and he's seen it before, I'm like, are they going to die right now? What's going to (laughs) happen? He sits there and he just smiles at me and I'm like, you, Oh my God. (laughs) So I like to do that for this show for sure. He'll ask me a question every once in a while, but but it's fun because uh, he, he's he's always game for those kind of things. He just he likes to watch it unfold. Usually when we're shooting shows, on the most part, it's fun to just because um, he's also an actor and we, we both don't really read each other's scripts and we like to kind of just see it as it you know unfolds, which is fun. Oh, fun, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you guys is... live in LA? No, I live I live in New York. We live out here okay. in New York. I'm from LA, but we live in New York. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Any, and I see you're in a in a musical, Brooklyn Night. Yep, Brooklyn Night. It's uh, coming out this winter. It's my first New York theater debut. I'm really excited. It's off Broadway yeah, at the yeah. Vineyard Theater. It's a really fun show. It's directed by Michael Mayer, who uh, directed Spring Awakening, the musical, and um, Hedwig, which is up right now on Broadway, and lots of other really fun shows. But it's it's an exciting show. I get to play a superhero, and uh, it's really fun. It's really awesome. Get to sing. Yeah. It's very, very different from The Affair. (laughs) Very different tone, very different everything, but it's... Well, it just shows your talents in different ways then, right? Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's... I'm I'm excited about that. It's... Tickets are on sale now, actually. Um, Vineyard Theater is where it's playing. Cool. Do you want to put out your contact information, your, your website or Twitter? Sure. Twitter. Um, I'm, I'm new to Twitter, new-ish, but I'm loving it. It's my hashtag, not hashtag, what is it? My Twitter handle. Yeah. <laughs> at, <laughs> at Nicolette Clo. Clo is my middle name. That's Nicolette, N-I-C-O-L-E-T-T-E, Clo, K-L-O-E. That's me. And awesome. Oh, how pretty. We'll, oh, put that, we'll put that in the show notes so people can find you on Twitter and connect up with you and find Brooklyn Night. Please, I love that. Yeah. And we really appreciate you sharing your day with us. Um, and of course. It was, it was really fun watching you. And, you know, hope you have a great Thanksgiving. 
Oh, yeah. I totally will. I hope you guys do, too, and eat a lot of delicious food. <laughs> so this, this podcast will probably come out after Episode 7 of our podcast, so it kind of fits, fits in there. We'll Love do it. Episode 7. And then uh, next week, there's a break in the schedule, right? There's no show next week. Yeah, I think it's because everybody's, you know, out of town and stuff. I don't know if that's why, but, yeah, we got to wait one more week. Uh. I know. <laughs> Michelle, did you have any last um, Reddit pressing questions or theories? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I think she's answered so much. You've answered so much, Nikki. We really do appreciate you coming on here and talking with us about this. This has been so much fun. And oh God, thanks for having me. Yeah. You're so sweet. And I, I just can't quit looking at your little picture with your little ice cream. You're so cute and <laughs> such a pretty, pretty girl and everything. And we, we have loved you from the beginning. Thank this, you. Episode seven, you're a little troublemaking, but we still love you, just so you know. We just absolutely love you. So thank you so much for doing this with us. Oh, my God. Thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. I can't wait to hear your podcast of episode seven and, and all that. So, yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Great. We'll put out the link and share it with you so you can post it or share it, if, retweet it if you want. You got it for sure. Can't wait. All right. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Nikki. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye. 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 All along there was a fever. A cold sweat, hot-headed believer. I threw my hands in the air and said, show me something. He said, if you
can't live without you. It takes me all the way. I want you to stay. I want you to stay.